Hello everybody and welcome to Bite-Sized Chunks of Faith. My name is John O'Pierce and in this podcast I want to share how having a Christian faith has brought hope and meaning and purpose to my life. As we're in the season of remembrance, I thought this week on the podcast I would share a little story I heard recently which touched me deeply. Remembrance is a season that I think we always find difficult to observe in church life. But I'm going to tell you this little story and see what you think. On the 22nd of February 1944, an eight-year-old boy called Tony was playing with some friends in Encliffe Park in Sheffield just before five o'clock in the afternoon when something happened which changed his life forever. As they played in the park, the boys all heard the sound of an aeroplane getting very close to them. And as they looked up, it became very obvious that this plane they were hearing was in trouble. And as they looked up, they saw men waving their arms and and they heard shouts to get out of the way. So they all ran to one side and then watched in horror as this plane crashed into a hill and broke in two. Although ambulances came, sadly not one of the crew of ten survived the crash. And it turned out that this plane was a bomber plane carrying out a mission in Denmark when it ran into trouble through exchanges with the enemy. The engines on the plane were damaged and they were limping back to their airbase in Northamptonshire. And when they realised they weren't going to make it, they looked for the safest place they could to crash land the plane. And the park in Sheffield seemed to be their best option. Whenever they saw the children, though, they diverted in a bid to avoid them. And in so doing, they gave their lives as they crashed into this hill. Now a memorial was built to these ten American servicemen and their plane the Mi Amigo. And Tony started to visit this memorial in his late teens. He couldn't get out of his mind the way that these men had given their lives to save his and the lives of his young friends. And so he started to go regularly to the memorial, laying flowers at the site, and then he began to quietly tend and and clean the memorial over many years. One day in early January 2019, Tony, then aged 82, was doing some sweeping and quietly tending the memorial area one morning when a man walking a dog spotted him. And as this man spotted Tony going about his business, He sensed that this was a real labour of love, but he also detected a sadness about Tony as he went about his work. So he walked over and he said three words. Are you okay? Are you okay? That was the beginning of a conversation that would again change both men's lives. And as Tony shared the story of the war memorial and the sacrifice that these men had made to save his life, it touched something very deep 
in the other man. And he asked him, was there anything he could do to help? And Tony said that his biggest desire in the whole world was to have an event to honour their memory on the 75th anniversary of the plane crash, which was the following month. He also explained that over the previous year, he had tried unsuccessfully to approach various flying clubs and even the RAF. And the other man said to leave it with him. The other man, as it turned out, was a journalist and a TV presenter. His name was Dan Walker. Dan presents breakfast television, match of the day, and he's even currently recognised through participating in the current series of Strictly Come Dancing. But Dan went on his social media account to share the remarkable story that he had just heard from Tony. And the response to his tweets was phenomenal. People were incredibly touched by the way that this humble, unassuming man had quietly tended that memorial over all these years. And in an interview filmed in the park a few days later, he told Dan that even though he had never met them, he loved these men who had died just as much as his own family. And he talked to them every day. After the interview was broadcast, things in Dan's words went a bit bonkers. The US Air Force got hold of the story. Various diplomatic channels were opened and together it was agreed that a fly past should take place to honour the memory of these men who gave their lives. And as the public were touched by the story and Dan was instrumental in getting key figures involved to make the fly past happen. Breakfast Television wanted to cover the story live on the day of the fly past, but there was a complication. Dan, at that time, months earlier, had agreed to go to climb part of Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania with children in need. And he was travelling along with some other well-known people to raise funds for that charity that provides such incredible services right across the country. But he was confident, however, that the people of Sheffield would honour the story of these war heroes who gave their lives for some children in the city. He told his producer that he thought there would be probably around 5,000 people present on the day. In the event, there were 15,000 people who assembled in Encliffe Park to watch the fly past on that foggy February morning. And then a further 6,000 people gathered in the nearby Botanical Park. And at the centre of Encliffe Park, at the War Memorial, stood Tony Foles with relatives of the 10 airmen who gave their lives, who had travelled from the United States. Dan, meanwhile, was watching all these astonishing events 
from a hotel car park in Tanzania with a very dodgy internet connection on his iPad. But as he watched this old man honour these men in the most remarkable way, it was an amazing community event, all made possible through one man's faithful service and the sacrifice of other young men to save children's lives. In the Gospel of John, Jesus spoke about how no greater love can be found than someone willing to lay down their life for their friends. The season of remembrance in church life. It's never an easy day as we gather together in churches or around cenotaphs to remember those who have given their lives in times of war and in subsequent conflicts since. And if we were to be truly honest, people of my generation maybe feel a bit disconnected from the events of wartime, especially if we've grown up in an environment of relative peace and security. But because I live in Belfast, in Northern Ireland, I'm very conscious that there are many in this province who have experienced firsthand the devastating impact of violence and war. And so sometimes I think in church the best response is not so many words from people like me, but rather silence and reflection. And perhaps it's in the silence and reflection we're more likely to yield a commitment to peacemaking in our own lives and in the communities in which we are placed. Reading Tony's remarkable story recently in a book written by Dan Walker called Remarkable People, it brought to my mind another devastating byproduct of war and times of conflict, and that is our mental health and how it suffers. Because so many veterans of war and conflict were so traumatised by the things they saw and experienced, they were in many cases unable to discuss these events with anyone. And it strikes me as incredibly powerful and significant that Tony's story came to be heard by a stranger observing his actions and asking this simple question. Are you okay? Are you okay? And it makes me wonder if we, as a church community, as people of faith, can we care enough for our fellow man and woman to be attentive to those opportunities that sometimes present themselves in unexpected ways to care for and to love those who are struggling? Do we have the courage, if we feel concerned for someone, even someone we don't know, to go across, to ask that important question, 
Are you okay? Well, that's all for this week. Thank you for listening. And if you were kind enough to hit follow or subscribe or even leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, that'd be greatly appreciated. Join me again next week for another bite-sized chunk of faith. Thank you.